Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast with Jaguars senior writer, John Ozier. All right, welcome into this week's Ozone Podcast. And uh, I've got to say, I'm looking forward to this week one podcast because um, over the course of a year being around our guest, uh, I really got to the point where every time I interview him, I enjoy it. I look forward to it. I think fans have gotten to know Jaguars wide receiver Zay Jones a little bit and feel the same way. Zay, thanks so much for joining us in this week one kickoff Ozone podcast. What an unbelievable introduction. I appreciate that. That I means staggered. a lot. I staggered over it a little bit. No, but no. It's, it's, uh, and uh, on a serious note, um, the team, uh, how do you guys feel coming in? There's so much talk outside the team, and I'm curious – during training camp, you sensed a little bit of a confidence and a little bit of a uh, can't wait to show people what this is really all about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Am I reading that right? Uh, I think yes. I think there's layers to it. Um, I think there's obviously we are confident because of you know the experience experiences and things that we've gone through, the way we've came together as a football unit, uh, knowing each other. Um, we can see the the potential of us, um, but there is still um, there's still a humbleness about the guys in the locker room understanding that this thing starts over, and you you got to prove it each and every day. And so I think there's a, a beautiful balance between um, confident enough to go out here and know we can get the job done, but humble enough to understand that nothing's nothing's truly given to us. Is that something? Uh You've been around the league a long time. For, for people who don't know, your father played. Yeah. So you sort of knew it coming in, but then being around the league, I'm sure even since what you're talking about more, do you make sure that the kids in the room, and unfortunately, Zay, you're not a kid anymore. <laughs> like yeah, me, no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Do you make sure the kids in the room understand that, that, hey, just because this was sweet last year sure, doesn't mean that it's given? I think – where my father comes to play in, in the question that you're asking is he has emphasized uh, the business and production-based um, style, okay. um, a performance that that happens in this league. Um, and it's it's hard because you have to maintain like this harmony of coming to work, doing your job, having fun, mm-hmm. um, bonding with, with guys, and enjoying time with your coaches, but ultimately knowing that – um, there is sort of, you know, a darker side of the, the business right. that incurs. And so um, we have to be ready to go at every moment. Um, each week presents its own opportunities and you have to adapt to those to those weeks and, and those years. And so as a leader in the room, it's trying to help create the sense of urgency of understanding how difficult this is going to be. Um, and how challenging of an aspect it is to climb this hill um, into the playoffs. But at the same time, you know, who wants to live uptight and just, um, you know, just tense all the time. Right. And, and so I, I think what the Jags uh, have done at least is created that environment of like, we know what it takes. We, we understand what's in front of us. We understand, you know, the expectations that come with it, but we focus on us. We, we enjoy mm-hmm. ourselves and we work hard in the same sense. So i um, very grateful to, to be here. I don't want you know, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a, a, a cliche, but does Doug being a former player help 
him relay what you're talking about? Sort of find that balance, or is that, or uh, do all coaches realize that? No, um, I mean, it's a business, and, and you got to have sure, fun with it. Sure, sure, yeah. I think, I think Doug can relate to us in the sense of knowing what our bodies go through, knowing okay. mentally what we're experiencing. Um, you know, the grueling days of camp and things like that. He's he's gone through the the dog days, so to speak. Um, but Doug has his own unique style of how he gets things done. Um, he, you can tell that he cares about us and he cares about his players. But like any, you know, using the analogy of of, of a father figure, mm-hmm. he's not afraid to discipline and be hard right. and be tough and and also understanding that he may see some things that we don't see and we just have to trust him and right. trust what he's doing. So if he's changing practices around, if he's manipulating weights or, you know, walkthroughs throughout the day or whatever it is, he's doing it for a particular reason. And for myself, um, I I haven't won a championship yet at this mm-hmm. level. And so in those areas, I do lean into Doug's expertise and the, the guys in the room who may have a little bit more experience than I do. So it's it's a working conglomerate of just everyone just, you know, putting their chips in and and really striving at this thing together. The unselfishness of this receiver core at a what is by nature has to be an element of selfishness to the position. Yeah. Uh I'm not sure I've ever been around a, a core with as many good players in it mm-hmm. who are capable of big numbers who seem to not emphasize numbers as much as you guys sure uh why i think first and foremost to people have to understand fans you know have to understand that we want to do well we want to play well you know guys um guys want big numbers and you know touchdowns and things like that but you got to try your best to put things in perspective of the longevity of a year um what it's going to take from each individual on this team to get to our ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. And I think that in our room, especially the receiver's room being, we try to frame things in a way of, hey, we don't know who it's going to be, but someone, you know, is going to get 100 yards in our room today. And, it, you know, or whatever it is, right. like, and we just try to do our be- best to root each other on. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't want to make the play, right. but if you, have, if you have three or four guys thinking that, I'm going to make this play. Mm-hmm. Well, that can be really beneficial because no one's expecting someone else to go do it. Right. But at the same time, we know something is called for someone. Um, we have the the attitude that we're going to get this person open. And so it's not going to be always sunshine and rainbows. You know, people are going to be feel disappointed or whatever. But as long as the entirety of the group is moving in the same direction, mm-hmm. I know um, – that guys are just going to support each other and they, and, and they care about each other. And in this offense, historically, if, if you look at Doug's offense in Philly and last year, eventually your time's going to be there. Yeah. Because it's so diverse and he uses guys in so many different ways. You know what yeah. I'm getting at? I mean, it, it's, you don't trust that if, you know, Ridley gets uh, two straight 100 yard games, it's not like it's always going to be that way. Yeah. It's going to diversify. So you trust in that too, right? Yeah. And I just trust what, kind of history has taught me in a sense of understanding the the ups and downs of a season and the way that it goes and um 
me, I'm trying to work more on the the catches will come, the ball will find me when it finds me, just do my job first. And I remember last year, um, you know, playing in Detroit, and I didn't have the, the greatest game in Detroit, um, battling through injury and just right. things weren't going the way that I would would have liked them to go. Christian Kirk had a monster game. Mm-hmm. And then I remember coming back, playing against the Cowboys, and then everyone's like, oh, you know, you great game. It, it, so it just moves – sort of in this way that like you never know that's why you always have to be prepared um not getting the ball thrown to you or not getting 100 yards doesn't mean you're a bad football player it doesn't even mean that you did something wrong it just means that evan ingram had an amazing game Mm -hmm. against the new york jets and that's all that it means or we ran the ball very efficiently in this game and travis and you know now dearness or jamichael or whoever it is is that's no knock on you. Right. And so when you can start thinking from a, an outward perspective about these things, well, if you don't even know if you're getting a ball, how does the defense know who's right. getting the ball? Right. And so those are the things I think as you get, as you age and get a little bit older, you can kind of understand and just be like, you know what, this is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just grateful to, to be a part of it. I'm going to ask you to try something. And I'm not sure, sure how good you'll be at it because – you're really good with words. So I want you to – I'm going to list four guys, okay. and I want you in one sentence to describe them for me. Oh, gosh. All right. Christian Kirk. Meticulous, detailed, calculated, and a hard worker. Evan Ingram. Nightmare matchup. Nearly uncoverable. And an upstanding gentleman. Calvin Ridley electrifying cat-like speed hunger passion trevor lawrence poised confident personable down to earth one more zay jones or is that too hard (laughs) yeah that's i don't know about that one uh need a couple paragraphs (laughs) i would just say um i would say uh Grateful, loving, hardworking as well, and strives to be the best teammate possible. Did you think when you signed here that you were going to find and – and again, it's hard to know in, in this league what the future holds. Sure. But did you think when you signed here that you had found – some place that you would call home. And it feels like you, within the concept of the NFL, you feel like this is a place that you like being and is special. Oh, absolutely. Is it surprising to find that at the time in your career you found it? I I couldn't say, if I'm being truthful, sure. I couldn't say I saw all of this before signing. Right. That that One, that would just be a lie. That's not the truth. Um, honestly, I kind of compare it to the, the Chargers game a little bit last mm-hmm. year and the and the it's like as you saw things unfolding and you started to believe and just put one foot in front of the other it's like okay wait this is this is something special mm-hmm. and it's possible and so after being here and really buying in and I mean from top down from ownership to front office to the coaches to the players um there's no place I'd rather play in the NFL right now than here I mean it's it's one of the most beautiful fits for me that I feel like. Um, 
I'm sure other guys share that same sentiment, but I won't speak for them. Right. I can be myself in this building. I can talk um, freely to my peers and, and my authority. Mm-hmm. I can suggest things without being shot down. Um, I can be uplifted in this building. I can do the uplifting in this building. So there's just a beautiful range of, of life going on that's happening inside this building that um, I'm sure is not everywhere in the National Football right. League. And so... Uh, I've had the I've had the experience of playing other places and um, coming here and being this in this position at the age that I am right. now. Um, I feel like it's it's such a great fit for me, and I'm I'm truly blessed to be a part of it. Because guys can go their whole career, long careers, and not find that. It's yeah, a hard, it's a hard league to find that in. Yeah, and you know, guys play for different reasons, um, respectfully. Um, whatever their reasons are. And, and sometimes, you know, you hang around or just because maybe they're offering the best contract mm-hmm. or maybe because, um, you know, whatever the reason is. And I, I believe that the reason for me now is it's encompassed everything. Right. And the most important thing is we have a chance to win and a great chance to win. And that's where I'm at in my career now. Um, it's not more so what can I do more for me, but mm-hmm. wanting to be a part of something and call ourselves, uh, you know, world champs, the best football team. Final question along these lines. Did you always have confidence that you would find that? Or was there a time you, like this can be a hard league. You kick around. No, I'm, it, it can kick you. I, um, I, I want to say this in the most respectful way, but um, I didn't win a whole lot of championships in my football career. Um, and, you know, I didn't go to a, a championship caliber school at the time mm-hmm. at East Carolina. We we did some really great things um, initially, but, you know, I took a lot of hard losses. And so I wasn't groomed with, um, you know, winning championships every single year of my career. I didn't win them in high school. Um, and coming into the league. So a I, different career path than Trevor. Yeah, like I, I didn't <laughs> – I wasn't a part of always the championship – um, program, so yeah. to speak, the programs that I was a part of, I think have molded and shaped me and built me though, in some sense, mm-hmm. whether it's blue collar, hardworking, kind of unseen, unknown, um, kind of like the forgotten about, right. uh, programs or whatever. And now it's finally catapulted me and helped me get in the position to where the Jags aren't, you know, necessarily that right. anymore. Yeah. We're, we're here at this level. And so, my eyes are now open to the to the fact that we can do some really great things, but it starts it starts with this first week. Gotcha. Yeah. The final thing we do here is the Ozone Five. The Ozone Five. 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 We'll be very quick with these. Uh, your most memorable NFL moment? Oh man, um, I had an unreal moment with the the Raiders with an overtime walk-off touchdown against Baltimore, which would be personally... So Baltimore doesn't like you much. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Which would be personally mine, and then the Chargers game as a team of of what that that entailed. So kind of two games. Being a part of that had to be incredible. I mean, 60,000 fans felt it. Oh, yeah. Being on the field for that had to be incredible. You can't really describe that energy. Uh, Your current binge watch. My current binge watch. I actually already finished... uh, Snowfall, which was okay. my binge watch. I don't have this show right now, so if you have a suggestion, I'm open to that. Wow. I I know uh, 
I heard Cisco and Campbell were watching uh, Succession because they were part of about Asher. Oh, oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah. A minute, so okay. I know they were watching that, and uh, Succession is fantastic on HBO. Okay, it's, it's uh, my wife and I are watching it, and it, it's it's off the charts, underrated in terms of being up there with the all time best, in my opinion. Okay, um, your non NFL team favorite team that you follow? My non NFL favorite team that I follow. Um, I mean, it would probably have to be. My ECU Pirates. Okay. Which, yeah. College, okay. Yeah. What non-football interest would people be surprised you have? Non-football interest, F1. Okay. Yeah. I think F1 is... You and Christian, right? Christian's... Christian, I think is... Maybe he is, but I know he's a, a big golfer. Okay. Now, and he's... Him, Josh Peterson, Dewey, a couple of guys are helping me with my swing. Okay. But um, I enjoy I enjoy F1. I, I think it's, it's interesting. Um, UFC... Okay. I think too, just the art of it and really appreciating what those men and women do in that that gotcha. octagon. I think is pretty cool. Yeah, you see more players in F one. It's interesting. Yeah. It's uh, um, your favorite NFL stadium that's not here. I enjoy uh, the Cowboys. Okay. Um, just because my father, I know it wasn't the actual stadium, right. but the tradition of seeing the banners. Yeah. It's it's more nostalgic for me growing up with the. Sure. The apparel as a kid, and then yeah. I you know, have a lot of respect for just the history of that organization. Yeah, it'd be cool to walk in there as a player. Yeah, having those memories as a kid. Um, and then probably Allegiant Stadium, Vegas, just because yeah. it helps solidify memories and moments for my yeah. career that I, I can't really trade for anything else. But gotcha. I do love the history of these stadiums. I'm not just saying that gotcha. Arrowhead, Lambeau, all these places. Yeah. Zay, I could talk to you all day about football. You have a game to prepare for. Thank you. I can't thank you enough for joining the Ozone Podcast. I look forward to watching you this season. I really appreciate it. It's so much fun to come on here. Thank you.